Now, I actually one question I wish I would have asked Howie Barra, which if you missed that conversation, check it out on the 99.9 The Fan YouTube page as well as Best of 99.9 The Fan Podcast. He's the keeper of the Stanley Cup. The actual legit Stanley Cup was right here uh, where my hand is currently at this moment, uh, which was super cool. I got to look and see the 05-06 Carolina Hurricanes team. I was like, you know what? I should ask Howie Barra how we borrow this cup. Well, <laughs> that's a good one. Moving on from that. We the did, NFL. We did get closer to the cup than the 2022. We got, clo- we got closer than this season's Bruins. We got closer this than this Rangers. year's Rangers. We got closer than the Capitals did, than the Penguins did. Bruh. Yeah, we got Just. closer than all those teams. <laughs> we did. Because Canes are going to win all of it. By the way, Canes plus 275. Best betting odds or the, the betting favorite in yeah. Vegas now to win the Stanley Cup as a whole. Now, the NFL has uh, been teasing us. The NFL release of the schedule is at 8 o'clock tomorrow night because we have to do that because we have to put those things on primetime television. We got to make a big deal out of it. So they're slowly continuing to tease us, you know. But eventually, again, the payoff will be at 8 o'clock tomorrow. But, again, we're getting the slow little tease. We're getting the... You know, the, the pre-stuff, right. so what, to say the least. What did they What did they tease us with today? So they gave us international games. There are five international games being played. I don't. Mm-hmm. We didn't see anything with Mexico City, which I'm sure we might hear something with that tomorrow. But right. the games being played in Europe, uh, we did see those today. For example, the, uh, the Jaguars are actually going to play twice. Back-to-back weeks. Back-to-back weeks. Now, a lot of people ask, like, why is always Jacksonville heading over there? The Khan family... Mm-hmm. That owns the Jaguars, also owns Fulham FC, part of the Premier League. Right. But they also own Wembley Stadium. First game is going to be played in Wembley Stadium. That's a week four game between the Falcons and the Jaguars. So that's one of the reasons why they like to travel over there is because they have a lot of strong ties over there. So I guess they actually actually have fans overseas, too. Sure. Congratulations to them. We're also going to see first games ever being played in Frankfurt, Germany. Uh-huh. The Dolphins and the Chiefs, the uh, the Colts and the New England Patriots. Those contests are weeks 9 and 10, respectively. But the first time ever, we're going to have a Black Friday game. First, I don't know if maybe during the pandemic year in 2020 when there were games being played at all different times during the week because games yeah. get pushed back and rescheduled. Can't think of a, a pre-scheduled Friday night NFL game, Been a while. or ever, ever that that I can remember, at least in my lifetime that I can remember. But we're also gonna we are gonna get the Dolphins and the Jets, yeah, on Amazon Prime. Decent matchup. Yeah, it should be a fun matchup. Uh, you're a Packers fan. Yeah. How do you feel about it? You know, because uh, Aaron Rodgers is gonna be there. Well, so Rodgers is gonna be there. Uh, Friday night lights for him. You know, he wants to be on the big stage. Three o'clock afternoon game. Um, you know, I hope he's happy. I hope he's happy in New York. I really well, do. Well, good for him. I mean, you know? and I'm sure you're going to be happy as well. Now, here's <laughs> this is the smart thing by Amazon because Amazon's going to make this game free for everybody, which is smart because it's Black Friday. Everyone's going to be day. online shopping. Yeah. Where a lot of people shop nowadays. On Amazon. So Everybody's shopping on Amazon. Why not make it free right there? It's 100% an advertisement. Yeah, well, because you're going to open the app to shop that day, and there's going to be a big banner at the top, and it's going to say, hey, click on this to watch the Dolphins and the Jets. For free. For free. For free, 3 o'clock. And who's going to click on it? Just about everybody that opens that app. A lot of people are. A lot of people are going to be on that app all day long. We're also going to get 
a big-time matchup late in the season, Week 17, Chiefs and Bengals. This is at Kansas City. Excited for that one. That's That should be a fun one, which was smart by the NFL to schedule this one late in yes. the season. I know our good friend Luis Fernandez, who is a noted Bengals fan, was very worried that they would schedule Bengals-Chiefs Week 1 yeah. to open the season, but he said, no, I want those later because I want playoff stakes yeah, for those games we later We want those in the implications, and also Kansas City on New Year's Eve. Who knows what the weather's going to be? Outdoor at Arrowhead? Oh, it's yeah. It's going to be a great. Cold and it snow. It could be a great atmosphere. Give me cold and snow yeah. for sure. But we're also going to see Christmas is on a Monday this year. It is. They told us that the Giants and Eagles is going to be a 425 game on Christmas Day. Leads us to believe there's more. There's going to be more. And I have no doubt that we're going to get a 1 o'clock game. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get, obviously, the Monday night game for as sure. well. So, the NBA is known for Christmas Day being their big day yeah. of the regular season. NBA Christmas. And a lot of people actually associate Christmas Day as the unofficial, actual true start of the NBA season. Right. Because a lot of people aren't paying attention to those first 15 or so games of the year. It takes it takes the NBA a little bit to warm up, right? That's fine. But a lot of people go with, all right, NBA Christmas Day. This is when I start getting invested a little bit more. NFL is like, nah, don't care. Yeah. Don't care about the NBA. Fine, flip over to Turner if you want to, but CBS, Fox, ESPN, or ABC—they're they're just going to dominate the yeah, day. There's going to have a, there will there will be football on all day on Christmas Day. We will find out more dates tomorrow morning. This is more of that tease that the NFL yeah. is going to give us. We haven't heard anything about the Carolina Panthers yet in terms of when are they playing? In terms of don't know if they have a, which primetime game. We know every team has a Thursday game, but are they going to get another primetime game in there? I would expect yes with having a number one overall pick. I would expect there to be so. They're obviously not playing overseas, which is totally fine, though there is the rumor floating around that Kansas City and Carolina are going to play in Germany next year. Right. That's already floating around. Um, But we just don't know. We actually, the rumor floating around, we actually heard this today. Yeah. From an inside source. Mm Mm-hmm. That... The New York Jets weren't going to play on on Black Friday. The only way they would actually play on Black Friday is if Aaron Rodgers was on their team. My boy. (laughs) So the NFL had to rework the schedule because, again, the trade didn't go down until right around just before the NFL draft a couple weeks ago. So the NFL was actually trying to figure out, okay, well, if it's not them, then who else? Right. You know, who else would play in that slot? Right. So you had to like really work around some scheduling and things along those lines. But that was kind of the hang-up. And there was rumor that there was going to be a delay in the schedule actually being released because of this. Right. And are we surprised that a New York team is playing on the first ever Black Friday game? No. 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 And now that Aaron Rodgers is with the Jets, that just adds to the story. I... It gives Amazon Prime all these different nuggets that they can bring up about Rodgers. I'm already fatigued of Aaron Rodgers. I'm a Packers fan, I, and I'm fatigued of Rodgers. Yeah, I'm I'm fatigued of it, and I don't even talk about it. Yeah. Um, I just – they're going to put the Jets in prime time like five times this upcoming season, and it's I'm already annoyed by the thought of that. See what happens. I'm annoyed by the thought of that because – why? <laughs> why? It's funny because as as much of a fan as I am of Rodgers, given he was on my Green Bay Packers for mm-hmm. 18 seasons, 
the wide opinion of Aaron Rodgers isn't favorable. No. The 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 majority opinion of Rodgers is very un, unfavorable for a myriad of reasons. Mm-hmm. All kinds of reasons. We can go back to the COVID years. He was hated. He still is hated. Dragging out this process with the Packers to go to the Jets. He's I mean why are we giving this guy even more of a spot? He's in New York. That's enough of a spotlight, isn't it? No. Sure. No, let's put him on five, four or five primetime games. Thank you for listening to the Best of the Drive podcast. I'm Tim Donnelly here with Coach Pete Deruda, America's wealth coach and best-selling author. Coach, one of the big questions I always hear is, do I have enough money to retire? Well, maybe, maybe not. The most important thing is you have lifetime income you can never outlive. We'll design that plan for the next 10 people to call. No cost or obligation. Put yourself in control of retirement. Call 800-691-3215. You can also text Tim to 600-700. That's T-I-M to 600-700. You'll hear from Coach Pete and the Capital Financial advisory group carolina hurricanes got a big game four win yesterday and i think two players obviously that stood out were martin natchez and jordan martinook for various reasons absolutely absolutely and you know the the canes uh they are five and all time when they have a three one series lead so yeah go ahead and put this one in the bank brett niece Uh, go ahead and just put this one in the bank well yeah they're five and oh there's this is something that needs to happen tomorrow. Game five at PNC Arena. Puck drop is at 7 o'clock. Which, by the way, if Canes lose tomorrow, which I don't think they will, but if the Canes do lose tomorrow, game f- six is at 4 o'clock on Saturday back mm. up in New Jersey. An afternoon one. An afternoon game, which I, I don't want anything to do with that. No. But nonetheless, I want to see Carolina take care of business tomorrow and just completely blank the New Jersey Devils, bury this team to give us a little bit more of a national perspective, we turn to the Heaster Automotive Group hotline. Our good friend, Jamie Hirsch, noted non-Canes hater at the NHL Network, <laughs> even though there are tons of New Jersey Devils fans up there at the NHL Network. Jamie, we talked about this a couple days ago, how New Jersey can't stop Carolina from scoring. How impressed were you that Carolina was just able to repeat again what they did in Game 2 and in Game 1 by blowing out the Devils? I mean, I think it just proves that game three was a fluke and that mm-hmm. Carolina is clearly the better team. I mean, I wouldn't, at this point, I wouldn't be surprised at all if Carolina goes home and, and does the same thing tomorrow night to wrap up the series on home ice because they just have proven really throughout the playoffs that they have that structure, they have that system, and they only very occasionally get away from it. And that's what we saw in game three, um, which was, you know, a, a boost of confidence for the Devils. But at this point, I mean, Lindy Ruff has to be scratching his head in terms of what happened to his team because, again, they had the lead at home. Things were looking okay after the first period. And then to allow six unanswered, I mean, including five in, in five and a half minutes, like that's just unacceptable in the playoffs. Um, but that's kind of what Carolina has the ability to do to you. So I was super impressed with them. Um I, I have been texting back with Justin Williams, like, okay, fine, your team's not boring. I'm sorry, it's not boring. Um, and yeah, he's nothing just boring kind of laughing about, about it. <laughs> yeah, nothing boring about scoring 21 goals in six games in four games. It's very true. I think I just mean like they once they have the lead, they're just not going to give you anything, and, and so it's frustrating for the other team. But you're right, especially if you're in the building, and if you're a Canes fan, there's nothing boring about it. Um, if you're at all just, you know, if you like the 7-6 the high flying up and down the ice trading chances style, 
um, then it's not exactly that. That was my only point. But I'm very impressed by the Hurricanes. <laughs> and honestly, at this point, they'd be my favorite to win the Cup. And I'm not just saying that because I'm on your, your airwaves. Um, mm-hmm. If I look at the teams that are left, you know, the Western Conference, they're kind of beating each other up out there. Yeah. And so I like – you know, either the Panthers, which presumably it will be, um, or the Hurricanes, and, and I think the Canes would, would have a better shot than the Panthers at winning the next round, too. So at this point, I like the Canes to win the Cup. Jamie Bretnice here from WRAL helping out with uh, the show this afternoon. And you, you have to be concerned over New Jersey's goaltending, right? 21 goals in four games. They've pulled the goalie three times. How, who does Lindy go to? I was just thinking about that. I... I think they go Schmid, but I don't know because, I mean, Vanacek, even in the win in game three, he did not look good, right? He gave him three shorties, four total goals, and that was playing with a hefty lead the mm-hmm. whole game, and he still didn't look great. So I wasn't 100% sold on the fact that they started him last night, and sure enough, he got shelled. So at this point, like, the pressure's on, right? It's a must-win game for New Jersey, and so maybe you could make the argument that Vanacek is a little more experienced and a more veteran guy, and maybe he would be able to handle that better. But I would personally go back to Schmidt, which is crazy because we've seen him get pulled, you know, three of the last four times that he started. So it's really a tough position to be in. I mean, there's even been talk about Mackenzie Blackwood yeah. making a, a spot start, which I I don't like that either because – he hasn't started. I mean, I know he did start the last game of the regular season for the Devils, but that's the last time. And so to throw a guy in there who hasn't been a part of any of this playoff run seems a little irresponsible to me. I, I would go Schmidt if it were me, but I have no idea which way Lindy's going to lean tomorrow. Well, whether it's been Schmidt or Vanacek, it hasn't worked so far. So what's it going to hurt to even try Blackwood out there if that's you're Lindy true. Ruff? I mean, I think the biggest thing is you have to give it – to your guys, the guys in front of them. You have to say, we need you all to play better. Um, we need you to take the pressure off whoever's in goal. And that's got to be the message in that room. Um, you know, we've seen Jack Hughes really elevate his game uh, over the course of his first playoff run. So, you know, maybe he and, and the rest of the guys can rally and put something impressive together. But it's just, it looks very bleak right now for the Devils just in terms of the way that they've been dominated in the three losses in the series. Jamie Hirsch, NHL Network, joining us here on the Easter Automotive Group Hotline alongside Brett Neese, Dennis Cox here with you this afternoon on the fan. Now, something that I noticed yesterday during the game when Lindy Ruff did call his timeout for New Jersey, I think it was after the Canes scored their fourth goal in a row there in the three of them so far in the second period, mm-hmm. but their fourth mm-hmm. overall in a row that Devils team just looked completely just dejected. Like they just didn't have right. an answer. That basically ties into what you're saying about once Carolina has that lead, they give you nothing, and they just completely sapped the the confidence of New Jersey. It looked like yesterday, right? And that's that's what's crazy about this Carolina team is I I do feel like they can do that whether it's six one or whether it's two one. You know, mm-hmm. once they get the lead, they're content playing a one goal game. They're content just shutting it down entirely and. Um, you know, they don't. They just don't give you much. That's just the structure that Rod Brindamore has gotten all the guys to buy into, and they play hard. And, you know, we've seen just incredible performances by guys like Martinuk and Natchez and, and, and role players that, um, you know, aren't going to get the, the headlines but certainly make an impact every night. And so um, I'm, again, so impressed with this team, and, and I think that they have what it takes to close it out tomorrow night. You know, I think they probably feel like, 
it would have been nice to do that in the first round, and they missed that opportunity to kind of give that to their fans to, you know, have a series win on home ice when they lost uh, game five to, to the Islanders. So, um, I don't know. I, I, if I were a betting person, I would put money on <laughs> Carolina to win tomorrow night. Put it down. Yeah, put, put it down. But it, that, that's what I wanted to bring up. Game five of the Islanders series, it's the same, it's the same setup. The, the Canes have a chance to close it out, and they're going to face a team back against the wall. That, I mean, Jersey is not going to go down without a fight. This is not going to be no. a rollover. I don't expect a blowout. Like they've The three wins have been blowout wins. I don't expect that tomorrow. What are you expecting, Jamie? No, I don't expect a blowout. I think it would be more of like a 2-1, 3-1 kind of game because you're right. I mean, Jersey is going to be hard to play against, mm-hmm. but I, I just don't see Carolina giving up eight again. You know, I mean, that was just a total anomaly in my opinion. That was, I mean, I was there. It was crazy. And we were all like, what is happening? Right. <laughs> this right. Is a wild and crazy game, completely out of the structure that Carolina is used to playing with and likes to play with. So um, I think, you know, especially after a night like last night, I think Freddie Anderson is, is yeah. really looking like he's got his confidence back. And so, you know, whether you're going to have to lean on him to to really be your, your last line of defense against the desperate Jersey team, um, I think he's got that capability. So he looked that's great. I, I just see Carolina having the edge. Yeah, he looked great. And it, uh, there were some concerns. It's the first time he had started five games in a row since right. last calendar year, but he looked great. I mean, he gave up the one, but it, it was a turnover from Pesci in the corner into the middle of the ice, gives up that goal, and then it just shuts it down the rest of the way. Uh, Brynamore's got to go back to Anderson for game five, right? Yeah, yeah, I would mm-hmm. think so. I mean, even if Ronta Ronta were healthy yesterday, I, I would have been surprised if they had gone Ronta. Um, mm-hmm. They've proven that they are both capable, but at this point, you know, why would you change what's working? Jamie Hurst, NHL Network. Give her a follow on Twitter at Jamie Hurst. Check her out on the NHL Network on NHL tonight. Jamie, thanks for your time. Really do appreciate it. And we'll definitely check in with you um, during the next series when the Canes are in the Eastern Conference Finals. (laughs) And we know you're going to be here in Carolina for the Stanley Cup Finals. You've already said so as much, so we're already booking your your entire itinerary while you're here. Awesome. Yeah, I'm actually – I will be at the Western Conference Final for the next two weeks, so – um, sorry to any Oilers fans out there. I, I would much rather go to Vegas than Edmonton, so I'm <laughs> wow. all on the Golden Knights bandwagon right now. But uh, but yeah, I'll be happy to check in with you from from the road. <laughs> okay, well well, you, we know you're putting in tickets on the Canes while you're out there in Vegas. Yeah. Jamie, appreciate your time. <laughs> all right, take care. That's Jamie Hurst of the NHL Network joining us here in the Heaster Automotive Group Hotline, alongside Brett Neese, Dennis Cox here with you on 99.9 The Fan. 